0: Welcome to Coles on the Coast, the podcast where we talk about riding the waves of sustainability, preparedness, and living the small homestead life. I'm Jessica, and today I'm going to talk with you about pivoting through life's changes. Now, before we get into that, if you are a fan of our show, if you like what you hear when you're here, please consider subscribing to whatever podcast station you like, and rating and reviewing us. It helps other people to be able to find us. Also, consider sharing us with your friends and family. We can always grow more if our friends and family and our listeners help support us by sharing and reaching out to others around them. Also, you can contact Charlie from Charlie Small Engines if you need any small engine repair work done. And sometimes he'll even do consultations. Just email us on the website at colsonthecoast.com. Also, Jessica does, Jessica, me, <laughs> I do violin, viola, cello lessons, and you can contact me through the website as well, or our Facebook and social media, which, by the way, if you haven't been on NOSTER before, we are on NOSTER, and I tend to actually do more personal things on NOSTER more often than any of our other social media platforms, so find us on there, at, and we're just Kohl's on the Coast. On Instagram, I think our handle is Kohl's on the Coast Podcast. So... Why do you just hear my voice today and not Charlie's? Well, he's at work. And I'm doing this after all the kids have gotten in bed. And honestly, we didn't get this done early in the weekend because usually we do our recording on Saturday night or Sunday afternoon while the kids are napping. But this weekend kinda threw a wrench in our plans. And this is often the case um, in life things happen right we all have to deal with the change in plans we're getting ready to go to work and our tires flat and we have to fix it right or we've been planning to do a special event and we get deathly ill and have to stay home and we have to find somebody to help coordinate and lead the progressions of the Christmas play that you were supposed to do these things happen right? and we had one of those weekends. It feels like it happens quite frequently here lately where we had a weekend where we didn't have to get a lot done. On Saturday we were able to do some stuff with our kids, some things we enjoyed, some things to kind of further educate ourselves. I was able to go to a class where we talked about herbs and medicinal uses for herbs and different plants and Growing things and it was so lovely. And then me and the girls went to the farmer's market where Adelaide ended up getting all kinds of free stuff and a cookie for $2. It was a successful trip for her, and I got some pickling cucumbers. So, I mean, it was fun. It was great. Sunday rolls around, and we had to rearrange things that we normally would do on a Sunday to be able to take care of another responsibility. And when we got to the Airbnb to take care of it. There ended up being a major issue that we had to call the owner of the Airbnb and let him know that this happened. And this is a particular instance that this problem has happened before and he's called in a professional to take care of it. And yet this problem happened yet again. Um, We further researched into the issue and we ended up calling him and saying, hey, I think we might can take care of this if you trust us enough to do it for you. And he agreed because he didn't really want to call the other guy out again. So that's where Charlie was all the rest of the afternoon. And we technically aren't still done with it. It's going to kind of further be into the rest of the week. But something like that. I don't know why these kind of events with the Airbnb seems to always happen on a day that it's a turnover. And if you don't know what that term is, a turnover is when you have to get it cleaned and ready for another guest that same day. So we had a guest there until about 11 o'clock. And then we get down there at like 1130 because we have to eat lunch first with our kids. We go down there and start cleaning and find the issue start looking into the issue, it takes us about an hour to do that, then have to call him and he has to reschedule that night's guest. Not fun. It's a sad situation, especially seeing as this particular person is a family member, so it was sad for me to have to call and tell him this disappointing news. But we get through it, right? We figure it out and we move on. I think the way that we are handling the situation is while it takes us more time I think it's better off for this family member that we're helping out I don't think it'll cost him as much and I honestly feel like Charlie and I can probably do a better job or at least as good of a job as this other guy and not have to go through everything that we were having to go through the last time we had this person help take care of this issue and if I sound like I'm being kind of mysterious about it yeah I am because I don't want to go into the details. And uh, sorry, guys, this is just one of those moments where I'm not going to do that. But in life, there are always these things, right, that just really send us off and get all of our schedules out of whack, or really rocks us. And I feel like Charlie and I are both very similar. I don't know if it's both if if it's because, you know, we're born within 12 months of each other or if it's because we're both first children of two or I don't know (laughs) any myriad of other things right but you know we both we both struggle sometimes whenever our plans have to change and pivot I feel like we've gotten a lot better at it because it's a basically a common occurrence like an everyday thing We're in the middle of cleaning the kitchen and we have to immediately stop and go grab a child who's decided to climb the table and grab hold of the chandelier and wants to start acting like Tarzan. Or, I don't know, I don't want to say anything that would get me in trouble with DHR. My kids are wild and very good at climbing. (laughs) and uh, I feel like no matter how well we baby proof the house that there's always something I turn around and baffles me you know I actually went to the pediatrician today and he starts telling me to make sure I pick up all the little pieces of things because my 15 she's really 16 month old is going to put everything in her mouth and I'm thinking yeah this is my fourth one i know that but you know what this is also my fourth one and i have a six-year-old and a five-year-old and what did they love tiny things and what are they not good about doing picking up those tiny things and while the disciplinarians around me tell me just you know discipline them harder and they'll do better eh, they don't seem to know my kids and it doesn't really seem to make that much of a difference but anyway i've gotten off haven't i My point is, in life, we constantly have these changes that occur to us that are beyond our control, and we have to pivot. When we pivot, it can add stress to our lives, right? What are things that can help us deal with that stress? Taking a moment to breathe or to meditate, to pray, sometimes that can help. Sometimes just naming the emotions you have can help just saying this situation stresses me out or I just need a moment to collect myself because right now I feel frustrated and overwhelmed. Sounds like a small thing, but sometimes naming that emotion that we have adds so much to our getting through it and to really, really nailing it, right? So If you find yourself in a situation that's pretty stressful, whether emotionally, physically, or anything else, you know, just take a moment, reflect on the fact that you feel that way, acknowledge it, say it's okay, and sometimes just doing that helps you know where to go next. Even if it doesn't help you know exactly what to do, it grounds you in the fact that your emotions are there for a reason. And then you can collect yourself and calm yourself enough in order to be able to make the next decision. And that decision is going to change based on what it is, right? So obviously, in deciding what to do next, what's the main focus? Is somebody going to die? Is somebody hurt? Is there something that immediately needs your attention in that moment? Usually there is. And usually it's pretty blatantly obvious. You know, if you find out that your loved one has a cracked skull because they were out I don't know, putting in a T-post or something and hit themselves on the head, obviously you're going to drop the dishes you were just doing and you're going to run to them to help. If you have a child in your hands and you have to go help them, you're obviously going to try to find the safest place possible to put that child in order to go run and do that. You know, there's two very important things there. I think that's what gets me the most is having four young children. A lot of times that these... Very important, sometimes emergent situations happen, but I'm in the moment doing another very important, very stressful thing, right? Maybe not necessarily stressful, but I'm having to take a child, often it's a child, right? And put them in a safe or at least safe-ish situation while I go take care of this other emergency And often when I'm taking care of the emergency, something else is happening. Like a child is climbing up on the counter and getting the peanut butter and the spoon down and dropping the peanut butter and breaking the glass jar and all over the kitchen or the yogurt container from the fridge. Oh, goodness. It happens, right? And yes, we do everything in our power to understand that it's going to happen. But it's okay To be overwhelmed. It's even okay to be overstimulated. To figure out what you need to do is going to be very personal to you. But again, just taking a step back and realizing that's your emotion often will help so much. And realizing that pivoting in those situations is a good thing. And it has to be done. And it's okay. Now, this week... I am really looking forward to spending time with my children. I say that because this is how I ground myself for the week so that when those situations inevitably come every week, sometimes daily, sometimes in the every hour, right? These situations that make me pivot my life plans or at least my daily plans. I remember that my sole purpose is, well, for me, It is to worship and love God and to be here for my role as a Christian and to do the best that I can as a Christian. And in that, I'm a mother first, you know, wife also. I'm a mother, I'm a wife, and I keep my children, and I keep my husband, and I keep my home the best that I can. And in doing that, I have to know that often I have to pivot. And so whenever it doesn't work out to do the extracurricular stuff, that's not necessarily what's expedient. That's not necessarily what's important to my life goals. So I have to know it's okay. Something um, that helps me too, and this is kind of more of a proactive measure, I find simplicity in my life to be very helpful. Does that mean things are simple in my life? Absolutely not. Am I as minimal as I want to be? No, I am not but I do strive to make as many things in my life as simple or as streamlined as they possibly can be. I'm constantly looking to see if the way that I do things in my home, the way I do things in my homestead, you know, we call it homestead, but it's really just our home, right? It's what we're building our life here in this place together. How the systems that I do or the things that we own, how I can make it easier to manage. And sometimes that means getting rid of the things that you have to manage. And sometimes it means finding or building or buying storage systems for those items. And sometimes the money's not there. So sometimes you're pivoting is figuring out how to use what you've got around in the best way possible. Right? So my point in this point (laughs) is you know, before those situations arise where you have to make a big pivot in your life, your month, your day, your job, your, with your children, try to simplify as much as you can, especially when it is calm. You know, spend a couple minutes every day just going through some area of your home and throwing away the trash. You know? Or actually take the donation box that you throw random stuff in when you find it. Just go ahead and take it to the thrift store. Make it a weekly thing or just make it a special event once a month, however you need to do. And if you're the person that tries to store stuff up for a yard sale, really consider how long have I been storing the stuff up and how much am I actually going to make if I make a dollar off of every item? Am I going to make enough that it's worth my time doing this yard sale? You know, these... And that can be applied, it's not necessarily those specific things, but take those kind of thoughts and figure out is what I'm doing important? Hopefully it is, right? Is it going towards my life goals, right? And the little steps to go towards my life goals, how do I stay focused on them? Like what the life goal is and what I need to do in order to be obtain it and to do it as good as I can do and to recognize All the while that I'm only human and that I will make mistakes and it won't always be perfect and that's okay. I can realize that and in the moment when things change or if I make a mistake, I can be sad about it, but then I can move past it. So, I don't know how you feel about this today, but I just thought I'd kind of share some thoughts running through my head because... We've been in a bunch of situations lately where we feel like we've had to pivot. I mean, I've talked about our van, right? How we thought there was a transmission issue, so we thought we'd get rid of it. And then last minute, I was like, maybe not. And then we got new wheels for it, tires for it. And then I thought it was a transmission issue and we thought we'd get rid of it. And no, maybe not. And we took it to the transmission place and they're like, yeah, it's not the transmission. It's the head casket. It's the motor mount. And then and you got some oil leaks that you probably need to fix. And so Charlie's replaced the fan and he's not quite done with that project. And then we'll drive it carefully until we get the motor head replaced. The mount. Sorry. I keep saying motor head. Motor mount replaced, right? So we're constantly pivoting or pivoting back to things because... We have goals, right? Some of the main ones here is to be as frugal as possible so that we can be prepared for whatever life brings us. You know, recognizing that there are so many unknowns, whether, you know, we don't know if I'll always have my secondary income or Charlie will ever will always have his primary income. We need to make sure that we have things set aside as much as we can. And I'll be honest, guys. And being prepared, it's been hard to save money. And that's a big one, right? You need to have money, cash on hand for whenever those situations arise that you do need it. Whew. This day and age, that's hard. So if you're finding that hard to do, I'm right there with you. And I can only say, you know, finding solutions for the issues and the problems that we have is very important for us that's been working extra hard on extra things like helping to manage this Airbnb while the owner needs a little extra help. But you can do this. No matter who you are, listener. You can do this. We're there with you. We understand. Life's tough. And that's okay. And it's okay to feel overwhelmed sometimes. But we will move on. We will keep going. If you ever want to hit us up, find us on social media or at callsonthecoast.com. With that, I hope you have a great day.